Hi, I'm Dan Ballard. Thank you for dropping in. My vision on this podcast is to provide short and purposeful insight on practical wisdom and knowledge. I aim to transform important and often complex understandings into easy to digest messages to help you grow. I'll be drawing from the highs and lows of my personal experiences in life and with my own journey in personal mastery, health, well-being, and performance, linking in entrepreneurism, consciousness, and life by design. I'll also draw from my experience conducting near 17,000 bookings globally, consciously assisting men, women, and business people discover clarity and unearth stronger versions of themselves from inside out. I'm an Australian man with a visionary heart, and I'm all in on this life. So please join me along the journey as we actualize our potential. Hello and a warm welcome to you wherever you're tuning in from. I'm Dan and today we're going to go beyond the athlete once again. We had such a great response last week after Tori flew in to share the podcast with me. And what I loved about that is most of us see Tori the athlete that's gunning for the 2024 Olympics in Paris. But beyond that, we have Tori and she came to life in the episode when she really shone light on what she's doing outside of athletics and all of her other curiosities and her success outside. And that's really helped me to realize I need to keep going with this. This is now my mission to get us beyond the titles, the status and get into the person inside the minds of these individuals who are just actually like you and I, but they're able to share or demonstrate high value. Let's start there. What is high value? Why should we want to pursue it? Because I believe we should want to pursue it. Um, And what makes a high value person? In essence, a high value person is someone who um, understands themselves and they value themselves. They value the time that they have here on earth. And what they do is they're able to prioritize themselves, prioritize what they need to get done, and they pursue their dreams, their desires, wants, and needs with without being too reliant on anyone else. And that is, that's what I love about high value is because, because it is about self-reliance. It's about developing unique skills, pursuing your curiosities, and doing what we're meant to be doing here on earth, which I believe is all about shining your, your light as bright as you possibly can. You know, you were given a set of, I guess, natural strengths and a pathway to pursue. And if you're really listening, if you're really listening to in a higher in a higher sense to what's actually going on and what's being how you're being shaped and where you've been directed you can align to this and you know this is actually why i brought this person in today because we're going to talk about belief okay before we get into that um i why i'm doing this is because i actually believe all of us guys all of us have unique gifts curiosities and a capacity to be able to shine like we're meant to And it's with the ideas, the inspiration that you're going to gain from these short series that I want you to be able to, in your own way, to shape your, to reshift your perspective or reframe your perspective, refine your attention and shift things so you can greatly improve the quality of your life, the impact you're able to make and the state of your prosperity. Now, my guest I have with me today, he is briefly joining us from Germany. He's flown home for a very brief time. And where he's he's currently based over there, fulfilling his professional dreams. This guy has bucket loads of confidence. He knows exactly how to lift the roof off the top of the stadium. I've been there many times before, and I'll never forget those moments. He's well-loved by the community right here on the Central Coast, and there's a lot of youth that look up to him. I've seen this firsthand. He's placed this in the hearts of many, and it's really inspired these young dreamers. 
he has also been able to pave the way for, for many, uh, even though his story has only just begun. Undoubtedly, I know he's proud of this, his, his younger brother, Garang, rose to high-value status in such a crazy short amount of time. He's currently over playing in Qatar in the World Cup for Australia. We've just made it through the round of 16, and he's also just been signed to English Premier League club Newcastle. Now, it's said that charisma is the fragrance of the soul, and that's why I have Alou here today. Okay, it's a short, impactful podcast in a conversational style. We're going to be talking all things purpose and self-belief. Uh, it's the first time I've seen Alou since he since he was picked up by the big leagues in for VFB uh, Stuttgart in Germany. Uh, I thoroughly enjoy working with him and the entire team at the Mariners for the 2020 and 2021 season, which you'll hear me reference a bit because it has to do with what we're talking about with belief. Uh, what I love about Alou is he keeps the banner, the fun, and the professionalism very tidy. Uh, let's, with all that being said, let's get into this episode. I hope you enjoy. I want to warmly welcome Alou to the podcast. Yeah, I don't know about all that, but thanks for the kind <laughs> words. I'm happy to be here and just hang out, talk about some stuff. So it's cool. We've just had a nice meal, a bit of a sit down, a bit of a chat. Um, I guess the biggest thing I want to get into in this podcast, brother, is is really uh, I want to talk about the, the tw- that 2020 and 2021 series uh, for that in the A League. I also want to talk about belief. Like I've, I, I see you embodying embodying charisma and confidence that that I know a lot of people like look to and they love about you. Um, where does it, I want to know where it comes from? I want to know like a bit, a bit more of your story, what you're experiencing right now in life, where you see it all going. Let's get into it. I think um, the, just like the hunginess and then just what you said, um, the confidence and stuff, it just comes, um, it's not naturally, but it just comes when you start working for what you've been working for like your whole life and you're trying to play professionally. Like for me, just to play professional football mm. and you got to make the next step in every level you go to, like play higher and higher. And if you can't, if you don't want to do what you like, then you won't make it there. So, like, I just believe in myself. And when I get the opportunity, I want to take it. So that's basically it. You just got to rise to the occasion on the next level. Yeah. So in terms of taking opportunities, like, have you always seen, have you always, have you always put yourself in that light? Like, you've always visualized and known that you're going to make it into a bigger league? Yeah, 100%. I always believed in myself I could play higher because every time I get the opportunity, I try, I try to try to win the moment and just... Go to the next level and have more and just keep going for more because like once you get to one point where like you're comfortable, you're just not really going anywhere. You need to make yourself uncomfortable and then go again to the next level. So Yeah, and that's that discomfort that creates the growth. Yeah, exactly, 100%. Yeah, yeah. so in your life, with, with, with this understanding that discomfort does equal growth, how do you look for that in your life? Like what, what, does, a, what does a day look like in terms of setting yourself up to, I guess, face the, the discomfort and push into those barriers? Like, how does someone go from being where they are to chasing their dreams and pursuing them just like you have? I think um, it just goes down to the person themselves. Like, if, uh, if you're doing something that you like, once you get comfortable and once you find it easy, like, if you're not struggling and if you're not, like, questioning yourself, like, I can't even do it, like, I'm not saying that you can't do it, but, like, if you don't question yourself and believe that it's going to be very difficult then you're not going to really progress because once you get to that level, just relaxing, easy, comfort, you're just going through the motions. You're not really going to go anywhere because mm. you're not leveling up or you're not taking it a step further. So every time you it's a step further every day, do the things you don't like doing, especially those things. Yeah. Don't get you further. And that's the death zone, right? Like, you know, you want to avoid that place of complacency. Yeah, exactly. hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so where I want to ask you, where does your belief come from? Like, 
Where do you feel like this comes from? Where do you, where do you draw this confidence and this charisma from? I think I grew up with um, the people around me and myself also. If you don't have a good team around you, like people that don't believe in you also, then yep. it's also very difficult. But once you have people that believe in you, believe in what you're doing yourself, then you can do anything really. What about, what about when you don't have people that believe in you around you? Like there's, there's moments in our life, and I know personally for me as well too, if I'm a, we can't always be in, the, in positive environments. I feel like we, we can surround ourselves by the right people. We can keep mm. ourselves positive, but inevitably like life's going to put challenges in front of us. It's going to put environments that, that challenge us in front of us that want to pull us down. Like what do you do in those moments where you, know, where you notice that you maybe aren't supported by the people around you or you feel like, or you feel like you're being tested. Like people don't see how great you are. That's when you look into yourself. This is where you really find yourself in the hard moments. You like, you look at yourself because you've got no one around you supporting you. So like, now it's time to do it for yourself. Do it for those guys that believe in you back home or far away, and then also show those other people that don't believe in you. Like you can actually do this, and like you're deserving of the next challenge or the next level or whatever you want to go into. Yeah, and where do you? Where does your head go mentally? Like. I'm also going to say the head, but also the heart. This is something I've seen in you is like you play with heart. You bring heart to everything you do. Um, you know, even even just knowing you personally, like I've, I've seen such a beautiful heart in you as a person as well, man. What, um, what, what, what do you, where do you go when, you're, when you feel like you're challenged, when you feel like your back's against the wall and you feel like quitting or you, or, or you have thoughts come up that, that maybe aren't going to support you in kicking goals, in achieving dreams? I think for me personally, I just look at where I come from and my road to get here because I'm not going to throw in the towel because I've traveled all this way to not throw in the towel now is would be pointless, you know? Yeah. And the journey just doesn't stop here. I need to keep going for more because I worked this hard for this and I work, I'm going to work extra hard to get to where I want to go. Yeah. Let's, let's touch on that journey. I mean, I know, I know it personally. Like I've, I've, I've watched some very, very inspiring footage like I've, I've grown to know you, you know, as a person and let's share a bit about where you're from, particularly also like something I really love and I love to see it really pulls on some heartstrings is when I see, you know, your family in the stands celebrating, celebrating your you know, first performance against Newcastle in the A-League. That was, that's a special moment. Like let's, let's, let's open up and share a bit about, a bit about, a bit about that if we can. Yeah, I think, um, I think my, at the time my little brother was in the stands growing. So yep. he went up to the coast and he would stay with me and I was looking after him. So, And I think all the other strikers got injured up until the round one, you know? Yeah. So I think I was the only striker left that was available, me and Simo. So, <laughs> so I got l- very lucky and then I just got thrown in the deep end. But then as the game went on, I got comfortable, got my confidence. And then the score was just unbelievable. And then we won 1-0. And I saw all my friends and family in the stands. So just amazing feeling just to see like the kids that you used to play with are now watching you play. And then mm. for the coaches that um, like taught you for the past season and half like Monty and Serge, like just to see them happy in the stands also. Yeah. was just an amazing feeling. So yeah, just wanted more of that feeling. So that's why I just kept working, I guess. Yeah. And it's these memories, right? Like that, that, that you come back to and it's, it's part of the, it's part of the process. Like on those days when you feel like um, you may feel like this on those days when you feel like you're challenged, you just remember the journey. Yeah, exactly. I remember where you've come from. Remember exactly. the sacrifices that people have put in front of you, or gone through, and put and put you in the best possible position to win. Like, is it? Do you do you hold a belief that things are that greater things can happen for you, and that, and that you that you are supported not just by your family but by 
maybe a, a, a higher purpose or 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 a deep burning desire in you to to achieve your best. Yeah, hundred percent. Because um, I think I had a one experience back in the day, like. I had a choice because I didn't get into Western United. I was on trial and then I had to make a decision to move to the coast to go play football for the second team. So like the under-21s and stuff. Yep. Or I could just stay in Melbourne and play with NPL in Melbourne. I preferred to go to Melbourne and play NPL because I just said I get more cash here. Yep. And then hopefully I get a chance in the A-League again another time. But then I spoke with my family and then we had a talk about it. And then I ended up going to the coast. And the next season, COVID happened. And then... NPL was all cancelled for the whole season. Yeah. And then I was still playing with the Mariners. I got into the first team. I was still playing with the Mariners. COVID season happened again for a long period of time, but I was still with the Mariners. And then once it finished, I was playing again with the Mariners. And then COVID happened for a second season with the NPL down in Victoria. And if I didn't come to the Mariners, then I would have not played football for about two years. And I don't think this would, any of this would have happened. Yeah, man. And that's where we've met. You know, we met through through that that connection of the Mariners. Like, this is how I know Lou is that I came in and did some work with the with the team. Um, and you know, what I found really hard when I was, you know, in that environment with the Lou was to keep that professionalism, but I also wanted to enjoy the banner. Like mm-hmm. he he has a he has a really alluring way uh, at having fun, keeping things like keeping things gangster, but also professional as well. Um, so Yes, I want to. I want to point out a funny moment that I saw once before, right? And and after I've been told this as well too, is <laughs> you got the director of football. Everyone's everyone's approaching the director of football, giving him giving him a handshake, and you come over here with, with your hands up, <laughs> like he's a brother, yeah. and you go, "What's up? What's up? How you going, Ken?" <laughs> like it's your show. How much do you feel like? How much do you feel? Do you feel that's important to be to be who you really are? Like this is what I see in you, man. It's just like you have this ability to bring authenticity to the table and just and enjoy what you're doing. How how big is that for you to enjoy what you're doing? Yeah, that's the main thing. If you don't enjoy it, then what's the point of doing it in the first place? And that's why I do what I do because I enjoy it. And if someone has a problem with it, then that's their problem, really. Just enjoy it yourself and just enjoy what you're doing, and then everything just falls in line, really. Yeah. And does it ever cross your mind, like you know, how people are how people are possibly perceiving you and taking like people might be viewing you in a different way that you want to be seen in, like because ultimately we all have this idea of how we want to be seen. We want to be seen as you know as a certain person, but something I see in you, brother, is you you're able to just be yourself and just and just have that charisma, um, you know, in your back pocket. Yeah, I guess um, me, I just like to be happy and just spread the happiness around. If mm. someone doesn't like me. Once they get around me, they end up liking me. So just come hang out with me for a few hours or something. Then you change your mind. So it's your problem. It's not really mine. I love so. it. I love it. How important do you think it is to have that mindset? Oh, very important because, like, at the end of the day, it's yourself. You've got to believe in yourself, into what you do and everything. So, like, if you don't like your image or, like, like what you're doing, then you're not really going to improve or get somewhere with yourself anyways. Yeah. You're always alone at the end of the day. Yep. You got people around you, but everything you do is for yourself at the end of the day. Yeah, exactly. And I think a lot of people are scared to think like that. They want to be they want to be like seen as the best or seen a certain way so they look good. But the the funny thing, the counterintuitive thing about that is that when we try to do that, we we end up like coming across you know inauthentically. And we, we also, it also creates a bit of a split in our energy. Like we have to wear this facade and have to try and be someone we're not. You know, this is like when it comes to performance and particularly being in the, in the, in the public eye like you are, 
like, do you ever think about, does it ever cross your mind about keeping up a certain persona or keeping up a certain um, personality? Or is uh, it just who you are? It's just who I am. But then at the same time, I just got to cut out little things. Like just some childish things I would probably do, but then <laughs> you probably get in trouble for it. So you just stay out <laughs> of that direction because at the end of the day, you're also representing the club. Sure. So if I'm representing myself, I just do whatever. But if I have to represent somebody else, I'll represent them how they would like me to to do it yep. with a little twist. So do you find that do you find that balance challenging? Do you find that balance challenging between being professional and having fun and being yourself? No, nah, I reckon it's it's pretty easy. But then at the same time, it just depends where you are. Just read the room, really. That's the main thing. But then, like I said, it just depends who you're representing. If you're representing yeah. yourself, just have fun. And then representing the club, just remember this this is a representation of the club. So. Hello, Cole. How does he read the room? <laughs> just know where you are. You know what you're talking about. Yeah. That's basically it. Yeah. Love and it. who you're around also. Simple. Um, okay. What I want to talk about is also is just like your ability, like in, in, in the stadium. So we'll, we'll come back to that Mariners, um, to that Mariners season, the 2020 and 2021 season. This is, this is like the essence of what we're going to talk about in the podcast today. It's around belief. Um, you know, something that I was there to do and to help inspire in, in you guys was developing that belief level of um, where behavior, our behavior and our camaraderie was driving what we were doing, driving our outputs. We were less worried about what we had to do as a team and what we also had to do individually. We had these roles and responsibilities, but we really ensured that on a deeper level, like that we worked cohesively and, and our belief drove our behavior. Something I see in you is you have that, that deep, deep seated belief. Um, so, talking about things from that 2020, 2021 uh, season, I wanted to I wanted to bring up like because there'll be a lot of like younger kids, these dreamers that I've seen you inspire in the stands, kicking all those goals, bringing this, bringing the whole stadium to their feet. Where does where does uh, where does someone who has a dream? They might be a younger footballer, or they might have a dream that is not in football. But it can it, it can relate and cross over to other things. What are you, what are your key what are the, what are key things you can offer as an individual as Aluqual? What are key things you could offer these these people? I would just say always have a goal and always look forward into the future. Just not too far. Just work on achievable goals. Like mm. depending on what you what you're doing, just work on goals that you can achieve slowly, so you know you're progressing, and then. Believe in yourself, believe in what you're doing and actually put 100% into everything you do in that situation. So every day might be your last, one might be your last. So every day give it your all and just just enjoy what you're doing also because once you don't enjoy it, you don't play. You're not yourself. Yep. Everything goes out the window. So like it's pointless. Even if you work 100 times, if you're not enjoying it, you're not really getting anywhere. So, so you're, you're, you're a big, you're a big, it seems like you're a big believer in having a, having a goal, having a vision for your future. But then each day showing up in a process for that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just trust the process. Yeah. Do you find it's? Do you find it might be? Do you get more overwhelmed at looking at the big picture, or do you find more fun by by playing each day as it is? I think um, it's more fun each day as it is. It's way better. Yeah. Look into the future, but have those goals in place, achievable goals. Like I work on two year blocks. So nice. Every two years, I would want to achieve something over two years, but. I go in every day and work on it every day. And then by the two years, then you check if it's, have I done it yet or not. And by then, yep. you're just already creating new experiences and enjoying it. So Yeah, and that's what, that's what I love. That's why I asked you this question because, like, you know, 
essentially what we're look what we, our goals or what we want to achieve. These are our outcomes, all right. But then we have systems that that's what helps us achieve our our goals. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm all, I'm a big advocate for this beca- becoming more process minded than you are about the outcome, because like our plans and these goals that we have, like very rarely, and I'm sure you've had this experience as well. Like our goals that we have. And the plans we have to get there, sometimes they don't always go to plan. Mm. Like it's it's being said that no plan ever survives contact with re- with reality, which is why it's so important that we break down those goals and the, and and almost like reverse engineer how we're going to get there mm. and make sure we show up each day as that person. Because it's like it can like what I see in you is you also have a lot of a lot of joy, like and you bring joy to other people that watch you and want to be around you as well too. And I think what I see in you, brother, is I, I know you've got a deep story and I know that you've, you've got, you have an all-in mentality, like your whole heart's in it as well. That's what I love and appreciate. But I can also see that like that with your goals and your visions you have, it's not just about a process. It's not just about where you've got to get to. It's like you can clearly see that you're not delaying your happiness for that future moment. Mm. Like you're in, you're in your process now and that's, the, and that's what's beautiful about it. And, um, you know, right at the moment, like, in, in your process, like where, where do you feel like you're at right now in terms of to where you want to get to and where you are right now? And, and how does that all weigh up to what I'm saying? Yeah, I think me, my progress, my process was like when I first come to the marriage, I said, hopefully within the next two years, I hopefully I can get a professional deal. And then yep. that came. And then I said, hopefully in the next two years, I can move overseas. And it all very came very quickly for me. And then when I went to Stuttgart, I also wanted to firstly just see the experience in Europe because yeah. I wanted to experience it and then see where I can, what I can do. But my, I got a four-year contract, so yep. my goal is to be playing within the next, well, when I was started to be the first two years, I hopefully by the second year I could build into the squad, which I already have. Yep. But then now it's about playing minutes in the squad because I train with them every day, but I haven't played. I played in preseason games, practice games, but real competitive games, I haven't played. I sit on the bench, but I haven't played, so... That's yeah. what I'm working towards now to get a game, then next get my goal, the next and so on. Hopefully we have a 50 games plus or consistent yep. play in the squad. So yeah, I'm gonna put you to the test here because I know you've got the mindset for it. But how is how are you gonna get there? How am I gonna get there? Is why just working hard on myself outside of training, doing what I can in training, but at the same time just working on myself to see what areas I need to fix up on and sharpen up to get yeah. to that level. Yeah. And to get that opportunity to play, yeah, and that's, that's and that's the key there. I think that's another key we can add to to help inspire people is to understand we have to we have to also look at ourselves, right? Yeah, there has to be some sort of process of reflection where we're able to hold the mirror up, so to speak, and we can look at ourselves without emotion and go, well, where are the gaps? Like, how am I performing here? What's holding me back in my personal life? Are there things happening for me in my in my life? Like, and this gives us the opportunity to grow. Yeah. I think like just if you've always got an excuse for something that's happening, like maybe this guy's doing this, they don't really like me here. And then you got to start looking about what am I doing that's making them think of that in that way. Mm. Then once you figure out like maybe it's not them because every time something happens, you have an excuse for it. Maybe you're the excuse because you always find an excuse for that, but not for yourself, mm. not for your own faults. Sometimes our excuse... Uh also proves how important something is to us, right? Yeah, exactly. So if we move our excuses off to the side. Then you can really focus on what you need to achieve and what you need to do to get there. So. Yeah. Do you see this in football? Like it's, it's hard for some players to look at, that, look at themselves in this way? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Everybody has, goes through a phase where it's like that. Yeah, so. yeah, 
Yeah, beautiful, my man. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, I think a lot can be a lot can be really taken from that. I think it's actually the most important part. Like uh, in business, in I, I teach the stuff in business as well. I teach work with personal development, um, personal growth, but also in business, it's a very simple model. Like I, I use, I call it my high value cycle. I start with our inputs, which are things that go into our into our inner focus. All right. And that gets channeled into a process. So something we take our attention, our energy towards and put it into a single point where we can start to leverage our energy to create results we want, okay? And then all, all we've got to do is just, sh like you're saying, is we've got to show up in our process, which is, which, is the third, um, which is the third quadrant, the third box, is we go, box one is, is all about our input, so getting ourselves right. That's having the right mindset. That's eating the right food. That's making sure that we're doing, we're building our skills and we're, we're doing the work. Like it might be to strengthen your body, um, to build your body up a certain way, to work on your mind. Um, and we go all in there. And what we do is we're literally creating, creating the, I guess the, 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 the best inner fire, the best inner focus, and the inner, the inner inputs that are going to work into creating outputs for ourselves. If we get that right. We don't need to. We don't need to work. Even, we don't need to necessarily work harder. We can work smarter. Yeah. And then it's the focus that really gives us the outcomes we're looking for. And I think a lot of people really struggle with that because, you know, focus really requires us to to get rid of um, to get rid of distractions or to even look at ourselves in, in a different way to to see it from a different perspective to where we can level up. Do you do you, have you ever found it hard to focus or is that something that's come naturally? Yeah. Sometimes everybody everybody goes through it. So I think for me. It just took some time for me to focus when I was still not playing for Mariners, but I think just some decisions I was making along the way, like just yep. bad decisions because um, I didn't really believe into what I was doing. I was just, just doing it for fun and going through the motion. But then when I started believing in what I was doing, then you start to see the changes and the results and you start to see the difference between who you were before and who you are now. It's a completely mm -hmm. different person. Yeah, man, and that's that's the identity. I don't know if you remember. Remember at the wall on the mirrors at Mon Organic, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I drew the circle, right? Mm. So just to give you guys context of what this looks like, we have we have uh, three circles, all right, and each of these circles just work towards the middle, and the middle is the is the core, is the identity layer. So what Alou's saying is here is he's having fun, and and I can clearly see that. But then something must change where we really go all in at a deeper level. Like it's our, it's our why, it's our defining purpose. Mm. And when we get the belief level right, the identity layer right of why we're doing things and how good we can possibly become, and we start to change our ideas of, our, of ourselves, that's where we start to unlock like inner confidence, inner motivation, which is known as intrinsic motivation. Like our inner drivers start to become more concentrated and focused. Is that, is that, is that? Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. What, what it is. Like just figuring out why you're doing something because like you're just having fun but then at the same time it's time to knock it down and work to what you want to achieve so if you're not going to change then you're not going to move anywhere really yeah so in that let's coming back to that back to that amazing season we had like you know the Mariners were on the bottom of the table when I came in that was the thing like I you know I got the call from Ollie I met the I met the management and we aligned what we had to do and I came in and you know the first thing I was looking at was like everyone's mindset it's a, it's a it's a losing mindset like and the biggest thing we did i guess i know we when i know we started with just the, the practice of yoga but a lot of what we did is is change things uh at a core level and how and our process and how we went about it like what was the big change you saw not just in yourself but also in the team from focusing on these deeper layers and the core layer and not so much on about the outcomes like what did you see in the team and in yourself I think um, when I moved into the team it was towards the back end of the season. So the team has already lost like on a losing streak. Yep. 
they've equaled um, the losing streak tally or something like that. So yeah, the environment when I got put up there was like a bit toxic. Yeah, everybody was in their own little groups. Nobody was really together, and I reckon that was the main problem. Everybody was playing for themselves, really. Yeah, and we had a, such a large squad. So by the end of the season, I think a lot of players left the club or got binned. But yeah, yeah, then they clean out the squad and then. The squad changed. I started, it was a bit the same. Yeah. During preseason, but then something clicked just before the season started. And then um, we beat the first game in Newcastle. And then as the season went on, we really started to dig in together. Everybody was fighting for each other, working for each other. And then yeah, we started changed. to believe like we are actually the team to beat. Not the team to beat, but like we're the underdogs in every game yep. on paper. But then we work harder than every team. So we were on top of this. Top of the seat, or top of the ladder for like most of the season, but everybody started buying into like we can go on and win the league, and no one can beat us because we're all working hard for each other. And like once you get the team believing, like you can win any game, and everybody believes into it, then you can win any game. And that's the shift, isn't it? I mean, like we just spoke about it. Like we want to have fun, do something we love, and work hard as we can. But without that belief, like without that 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 inner switch without getting clear I guess getting clear on the inner on the inner drivers and our why and bringing the team together to believe like I I, I believe that our behavior is always going to be limited mm-hmm. like what I what I what I saw was definitely that shift is people started believing again yeah, they, exactly. st- they started looking at themselves and looking at how they can improve they started working together and supporting each other mm-hmm. um, and I think that's you know when, we, when we're so focused on outcomes uh, on, on like you have to win this game if you don't win this game like you're going to be back in the, back at the bottom of the table I don't think any of the boys were thinking like that I think they were thinking like like I know what I need to do I know what we need to do as a team and that's mm-hmm. all they'll focus on they'll focus on the process they weren't so concerned about the outcomes yeah exactly so they weren't they weren't hyper stressed they were hyper focused they mm-hmm. weren't their their performances and who they were on that field it wasn't it wasn't about so much about Sure, they had to perform well, but it wasn't so much about just that performance. It was about the trajectory they were on in, in, the, in, the, in the season and with their performance. I mean, that's something I saw in you. Your, your, the trajectory of your performance just went up. It went up and you were just kicking goals. Yeah, it was an unbelievable season. Even, um, I think I was at Sennhausen on loan. Yep. Last season, I uh, was in second division. I think they were sitting second last. And apparently they brought in new players and before the locker room was toxic as well. Yep. But then the new players come in and change the environment in the locker room. And then next thing you know, we only lost two games out of 18. Yeah. 18 games for the second half of the season and went on to be like beating big teams and drawing against big teams, getting big points and yep. ended up being like six or seven points clear of relegation when we were like eight or nine points from the next team on second last or something. Yeah. So it just goes to show, like how I mean, how important is it to have the right environment? Like it's, it, you know, it, it's an overused cliche that we are, we become, you know, who we are by who we surround ourselves with, you know, what environment we're in. So, you know, that's also something I want to add. In I'm sure you can back this up. Is like if you want to, if you want to succeed and, and reach these upper levels of potential, you got you've got to change your environment. And you've got mm-hmm. to just say so just just as just as willing as you are to look at yourself, to look at those gaps of, of where you're holding yourself back or where you can improve. Um, we've also got to be willing to to make shifts in the environment, right? Mm-hmm. Have 100%. you have you seen have you ever have you ever had a, where, where where were points in your career and also in your life where you where you obviously knew that you had to make a change in your environment? 
I think um, when I was playing for Golden Valley Suns, I think um, when I was in the under 20s, I think I was like 16 at the time. Yep. Back, with, back then, I would just go to training, just have fun, just carry on. And then my coach told me, like, you got to, like, do more, got to do all this, got to do all that. You got to change. And then one day, like, you can do play for maybe Australia or, like, play the A-League or stuff like that. And then I just went, like, yeah, this guy just talking for talking, you know? I yeah. just didn't really care about it. I just doing my thing. I said, this guy just talking. Yeah. We only traded two nights a week. And then um, season went on. I played a few games here and there for the f- first team back there in NPL. But nothing really changed. But then in the preseason, what I had another coach. And he really believed in hard work and not cutting corners. Every time someone would cut a corner, the whole team would do laps. And then that season was what really changed for me in how I thought and re- acted so started switching on more and training and working harder in myself and then the results started coming mm. getting fitter I was playing better I was scoring more goals and then everything changed from that season I went straight to the first team in the NPL and then next season I did the same thing and ended up winning the golden boot in the league and then that's how I got my move to Central Coast and I tried at Western United yeah and it was that shift in, it was that shift that you made that, that shifted your behavior right yeah exactly because at first they were just saying like oh you're just lazy you do you like this and then I said this guy just talking for being talking and then next thing you know I actually started listening to what they said and then buying into what they were saying and believing myself and then I ended up getting a move to Center Coast two years later so love it love it um, alright we're getting close we're already doing a little short podcast today um, Alou's got some things to do um, we had a question come in actually from uh, some it's from Oliver Bazanik. Um he goes Oliver Bazanik is podcast listener and he wants to know who is the best captain you've ever played under or played with in in, in uh in your career matt simon <laughs> matt simon 100 matt simon there it is so oliver bazanic uh maddie maddie simon the goat gets that gets that one cheers matt simon shout out Matt simon the best player i've ever seen live and best player to play beside best man <laughs> who else do you want to give a shout out to Jeez. shout out oliver bazanic man how you doing, my brother? I hope you're well, man. You're all right, Captain, I'll be fair. You're all right, man. You're all right. You're all right. <laughs> um, is there any other boys you want to shout out? Um, oh, shout out RT. Shout out Jaden Casella. Who else, man? Who else is out here? Oh, shout out Johnny Stensness. Stensness? Yeah. Oh, shout out Lewis Miller, too, man. Shout out Big Baby. Who else? Who else out there? Uh, yeah, and shout out Jacob Farrell. He's big talking, man. Big Talks fa- the most shit. Big Faz. Shout out Faz. Oh, shout out Max Ballard. Shout out Dan Ballard. You know, yes. double B, top D. Top top D. Top D. Nah, that, that's about it, I think. Oh, yeah, shout out Monty of Surge, you know. Shout out Gransky. Shout out Quali G. <laughs> Bloody heck. Who's that? Like? <laughs> nah, that's about it. That's, that's about it. it. Nah, cheers. Um, all right, so we might leave things uh, very shortly, but before we go, I want I want you to, if you've got advice, advice to um, to a listener, it might not be in football, it might be in in life or in business or in their relationships, anything, man. If you've got if you've got advice to give to say, let's let's start with this one. We'll, we'll go. What's the best advice you can give to anyone coming through the ranks or coming up? In life, 
Um, just every day, if there's something that you don't like doing, I reckon that's do it. Like you always got to do something that you don't like mm. because you're gonna get better at the things you don't like doing. And once you're not comfortable doing something, and you get better at that, that's what you need to really work on. So it's so it's sacrifice and be willing be willing to put in the art. Yeah, and just be disciplined because if you when you're disciplined, like if you're not disciplined, you're gonna sacrifice what you really want to do. So love it. And what's what's the best advice you can give to your to your younger self? If 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 a younger version of yourself is is with you, what is what is the advice you give to that younger that younger version of hello? Probably tell him, um, keep doing what you're doing. I like it. <laughs> I like it. I enjoy it. Bro. Keep doing what you're doing. Now nah, I just say like just switch on more and just just be sensible. Here's a reminder. Yeah. Brother, I want to thank you so much. No, all good. Appreciate it. Appreciate no. you, man. It's good to be here. It's, it's good, good to be good back. to see you again, brother. It's good to be all back. Right. Thanks, guys, for tuning in. We'll be back uh, very soon with another guest, another a podcast to yeah to head in the same direction we've been, we've been heading is is to provide extra value by bringing in people that you know are in their field, mastering their field on that high value pathway, offering high value. And exposing us to the, the tips, the tools, and the insights are going to help us grow, become better, you know, express our fullest potential, our fullest form, and prosper. Once again, thanks a lot. Let's go.